0: What's up? What's up y'all? It's your girl Niche. First of all, I just want to thank you if you've tuning in for the first time. I want to say that I appreciate you and I hope that you truly do come back. Uh, The next thing is, listen y'all, this is my truth. I always call you guys my family because I really feel like that. So with that being said, I want to first apologize to you guys. Last week, I did not do the podcast Friday. Uh, My truth, listen, I there are some times when life can be a little bit overwhelming, right? So last week I just decided, listen, I'm not gonna do it this week. I'll pick it back up next week, maybe do a double episode, and you know, carry on like that. Um, and initially my topic for tonight, I was gonna talk about the whole Jada Pinkett and August Alsina deal. But listen I decided that this this week, we're going to talk about my self-love, my journey to self-love, let's call it that. Because here's the thing, you know, I am still learning to fully accept a lot of things about myself, you know, and I think most women struggle with that in some form or fashion, it may not be the same as mine. Um, but I figured I would share just my journey with you guys, because if I can help one person, then, you know, I'm good with that. I'm not trying to change the whole world, but I would like to inspire some other people. So let's go, let's get into it. So from the time that I could actually remember Thinking about how I felt about myself, I think I was about probably 15 or 16 at that time, Um, and I just wasn't happy, you know, with myself. First of all, I I was having a lot of issues with abandonment and resentment, you know, because I didn't grow up with my my parents. You know, my grandmother, she raised me. She did an amazing job, but I didn't have my biological parents. So I struggled a lot through my life. Like I went through a rebellious stage where I just was doing what I wanted to do, period. And then I went through a self, like a a period of really just hating who I was, you know, comparing myself to other people and feeling inadequate because I was comparing myself to these people that, ultimately we had nothing in common you know and it didn't even matter about that it was more so that i felt the need to have to compare you know that's a part of it you know when you when you can look at yourself and fully say dang you know i love this person i love this i love that then you know you on you're on the right track with your personal growth me i i was struggling you know i had done so many things in my life just trying to fill a gap with other people. Like, for example, I had my first daughter when I turned 21. I had her because, I, I, like I said, I just really didn't feel loved. I didn't love myself. So I was thinking in my mind, boom, I'm going to have a baby. She's going to love me forever, and that's going to fix that. But you know what? The reality was it didn't fix it. It gave me, she gave me something to live for and hold on for, but ultimately the test was learning to love who I was alone by myself, you know, and I I didn't get that right away. For years, I dated the wrong men. I let them abuse me, mistreat me in pretty much any form or fashion that you could think of. I had, I went through it, you know. But in my mind, that meant that these people loved me. They said they loved me, but it, it really wasn't that. And it took for me to be here now at 30 years old, and I'm starting to look back at periods of my life and be like, girl, what were you thinking? <laughs> like, how did you go through that? Why did you go through that? Because a lot of it I put myself through. You know, I was trying to hold on to people that didn't want to be held on to. I was trying to fill the gaps in my heart, in my head with superficial things, like just having friends and company and stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, all that did was just compound and add on to the problem because I wasn't addressing it. I was just replacing it for the moment because once those things would... Fade away, like I would fall out with some friends or I would break up with somebody. I was devastated again, and I was back at square one, trying to figure out how to pick up the pieces of my life. I didn't know what to do, y'all. I didn't know. You hear it all the time. Oh, you need to love yourself. You you need to value yourself. But how do how the how do you do that? Like what 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 I got to do? <laughs> like that's what I was thinking at that time. It was just like. Okay, since you got all the answers, you want to tell me what I need to do. Tell me how I do that, you know, because I could look in the mirror and be like semi happy with myself, so to speak. There were so many things at that time that I thought was wrong with me, and I think i I kind of manifested that in my head because when I look at myself now as I was, then I'd be like man i should have kept that body like i should have you know it's just things like that because i struggled with feeling like i was fat at that age like i said this is like 15 16 so i really i didn't have much weight i was probably like 157 160 at the time i didn't have any stomach you know i to me now i had the perfect body then and i'm not even it wasn't even you know, like one of those banging bodies that you see on, you know, models and Instagram girls and so on. But it was perfect to me. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't see it at the time. I let what other people thought about me influence and override what I should have known about myself. And so that created a problem because for as long as I can remember after that, I put myself through a lot of stuff, trying to feel adequate, looking for validation that really wasn't necessary. Because the thing is, the people that I was looking looking for validation from wasn't even worthy of being with me, you know, then or now. And and like I said, then I was not the best person because I was going through a lot. I was confused. I was struggling to find out what direction I wanted to go in my life. You know, I had a full scholarship. I didn't take it. That was my biggest regret. But I wasn't ready then. I felt like if I went, I would have messed it up. But either way, I still kind of messed it up. So I always went through periods of like, self-sabotage, like just really sabotaging my opportunities because I wasn't happy with myself, you know, and it, it was bad at that age. Like I said, about 15, 16 up until now, but I think it got worse after I started having kids. Mind you, my whole reasoning for having them at the time was just because, first of all, I always knew I would be a mother. I loved kids. I do love my kids, you know, and I knew that they would be able to love me unconditionally. And I thought that that was gonna fix me, but it didn't fix me, you know? It just made me start to see life differently, you know? So I just had to learn to, at least try to love myself in some way. So I would look in the mirror and tell myself, you know, I love you, you fine. But really not feeling like that. You know, it was one of those fake it till you make it kind of things. Like I was telling myself this, but I wasn't feeling it at all, you know, then. But like I was saying, it kind of multiplied all of the things I was feeling after I started having kids, because, you know, once you start to have kids, your body changes then too. You know, you have these stretch marks, you have, depending on how you gave birth, like I had all C-sections with my kids. So, you know, you have the scar, you have the the belly that won't go away. And it just, man, I used to look at myself and be mortified because I was like, I had the perfect body back then, like, and I didn't appreciate it then, you know, because other people was telling me I was fat, because other people was telling me I wasn't pretty, or because other people treated me a certain type of way, I treated myself that exact same way, and I regret that now, because had I really been able to understand the gravity of what I was dealing with, I probably would have came out a little bit better off in the end, but I think that, you know, struggles and situations like that kind of build who you are. Today I can say I love myself. I struggle sometimes though still, you know, I had to find things to do to kind of keep my mind in check. So I started journaling, you know, I journal every day. Like whether it's when I first wake up or before I go to bed, I'm journaling, you know, just writing about certain things, how I'm feeling. I'm getting those thoughts out because I feel like if you get if you are honest with yourself, right? You get those thoughts, you get those feelings out and you destroy them, like you like I write it down, you burn it, you get rid of it. It's freeing. It gives you space to fit some love because you you are dropping off some of that hate you know you you're letting some of that stuff go and it can really change how you see everything about yourself you know it it just takes work though it's work because some days i struggle with depression and not even wanting to get out the bed but i have so many reasons to do so you know I have so many reasons to say, you know what? Yesterday was hard, but today I'm going to make it happen. Today is going to be a better day. And I speak that over myself. You know, I do a cleansing ritual over myself every morning because it's necessary, because it's hard. You know, if you are trying to live in this world by yourself, and you're dealing with issues like that, it's not going to work because you need somebody. You need some, I don't care if it's your best friend, if it's your religion or whatever it is that you believe in or cling to, you need somebody or something because somebody is going to have to push you on those days that, you know, it just ain't working for you. You just not feeling it. You just don't see a way out of this forest that's dark and it's rough and it's rugged and everything feels impossible. Just having somebody to be like, you know what, I know you had a rough day yesterday. I know, you know, you're going through this or this is happening. But listen, I got you. I'm going to be there for you. But I need you to first get out of the bed. You need that, you know, you need a push now though i kind of deal with it differently like i said i journal now i started this podcast y'all honestly with um it was like a joke <laughs> like i was sitting on the phone with sheba and we were just shooting the, you know just talking trash and whatever and it was like you know what we should start a podcast because we funny and we really are though like for real for real but I was like, yeah, you know, we should do that. The very next day, y'all, no, no lie. The very next day I got up, set this thing up and we jumped off from there. At that time, it was just, I don't know. It was just fun. You know, it was a fun thing. We really didn't expect much to come out of it at that time. I, we didn't, I didn't even, I'm going to speak for me. I didn't even realize how much doing this would change my life. Because there are some days when I just, this is therapy. Talking to you guys is therapy. Expressing what I'm feeling is therapy. Getting these thoughts and being real with myself in front of you is therapy. Because it's easy to, you know, hide behind a wall and act like everything is perfect. And you got it all together. But you can't heal like that. You know what I'm saying? You it's impossible. You're not going to heal like that because you're not being honest and open and ex- and receptive to, you know, change. I had the hardest thing about me is to express what I'm feeling to you like. I, It's hard for me if you're not like my kids, it's hard for me to be like, I love you. It's that is hard for me. Because I had it, you know, but my grandma, like I said, she raised me. She was very, like, tough love. She gave us the world. But as far as, like, saying I love you, eh, yeah, every once in a while, not often. So I struggle with that. So if I really, if I tell you I love you, if I'm expressing that to you, you should know that I do. Because it is hard. And you're not going to get that all the time. But it's hard. But all of that comes into just reshaping and remolding yourself, you know, because a lot of behaviors that we take on are learned behaviors, you know. So, yeah, self-love is a mother, okay? because even when you think that you are on the right track with it, curveballs get thrown at you. And then you have to figure out how to keep going. It's always going to change. Like what works for you right now, as you elevate and you grow into your journey and into yourself, you're going to notice that, okay, this, this ain't working no more. So now I have to figure out something else. Like I said, I always was a writer. I wrote a lot of poetry and everything. And that doesn't work for me now. I still love it. But I don't get what I need from it. It used to be my outlet. It used to be a way for me to say what I couldn't ultimately say, you know. But I went on from that to journaling to this podcast, actually talking to you, speaking to you, sharing some of my private thoughts and real feelings with you. To me, that's gross. To me, if you can share some things about yourself that you cringe just saying and you're sharing this with people that don't know you, people that are going to form opinions about you and, you know, ultimately try to figure out who you are based on these things, that's you got to be brave. Because, man, people are mean. People are really mean. People can really, well, they used to could really hurt me. Now it's like, whatever. Like, once you get to a certain level in in your journey to where there will be things that hurt you. Don't get me wrong. But the things that would have broke you in the beginning of your journey, it's going to feel like a breeze to you. I'm telling you, like, I am living proof of that. I remember loving people more than I loved myself. Just pouring my heart and energy and everything into people that just did not give a F. And did not deserve me. And if you want some true-ish, probably wish every night that they still had me. That's what make me be able to keep going, because I know what I am now. I know who I am now. It's a struggle to love yourself when you don't even know who you are, or when you don't even know what your purpose is. I do a lot of things. You know, as far as businesses and everything goes, I do a lot of things. but. All of those things I'm starting to see is is not the end-all be-all, but more of a stepping stone in the direction to get to my purpose. For me, I always knew that my purpose in life would be to share my testimony with some women and some girls like me and like who I was at different times in my life because I can tell you some stories that you would never even believe because you you I mean you don't know me so it's going to sound so made up <laughs> so unreal but listen I know there are so many people out there that struggle with some of the same issues that I did that have been abused you know that have been Abandoned, you know, by their parents first because that's where it starts. I mean, as a child, I think that's kind of how you learn love. You look at your parents, and they're the first people you love. They're the first people to see you, hold you, other than, you know, the doctors and everything. They're the first people that you love. So when they leave and you spend 18 years of your life wondering why they didn't love you enough to stay, that Fs you up. It does. Like It messes you up because everything after that is going to be trying to find somebody to love you the way they did. not And that is crushing because that's how so many of us put ourselves in situations that just cause more hurt. That's how we end up in toxic situations. That's why I can admit that there were times in relationships that I had been toxic, too. I couldn't point the finger at my partner all the time. I had to realize I got some stuff with me, too. You know, I have some problems. I have some things that I have to work on. And I do that every day. I work on myself every single day to this day and beyond. I find purpose in a lot of the little things that I do. Any of the interactions that I have, I'm talking about in the grocery store with strangers, you know, I cherish all of those moments because I have been in so many brick and mortar job roles where I have come in contact with so many people and just having a conversation with them changed the course of their day. That's what it's about for me. I don't care if I never get to be rich. I want to be rich in spirit, I want to be able to say, I talk to such and such and I changed her life or his life or whatever, you know, whoever, I don't care as long if my message resonates with you. I want to, I want to help you. I can't heal you, but I can definitely help you through it. I can definitely give you a story that might give you some strength. I can do that. So I think the the most important message, you know, overall is while you're going through your spiritual journey, while you are figuring out what direction you want to go in, just make sure you take somebody with you. I don't care if it's in spirit. Know that you have to have somebody on the journey with you. And I'm not saying all the time, because this is self-love we're talking about. This is more about you than anybody else. But you will need support. And it's nothing wrong with that. You're not weak because you don't feel pretty today. You're not weak because you look at yourself and feel like you've gained a lot of weight and you're unattractive and all that. You're not weak. You're human. And what I do know and what I have seen glimpses of throughout my life is that you will find or the person rather, let's say it this way, the person that is meant to love you in the midst of all of those things will find you. But the most important thing is making sure that by the time they find you, you found yourself first. Because if you, if they find you and you are not ready, you are going to blow it. So work on yourself, you know, take little moments. I'm a single mom. I have four kids, uh, three of which are under five years old and my oldest is 10. So I can, I know how it is to not have time to sit by yourself and meditate and all of that but listen find some minutes if you have to sit in your car if you have to do it in the shower I don't care find some time to just breathe take some breaths and take and as you breathe out breathe out all the bs all the negative energy all the things people say all the times you've been hurt all the resentment breathe all that out And as you inhale, tell yourself, I'm the bomb. I'm I'm worth it. I am everything that I should be and more. I'm adequate. And while you do that, visualize being that person. Visualize the life that you know that you can have because it's already yours once you get to that point. But you really have to trust the process because it's a rough, ugly process. There's going to be so many of those days when you like F this, like I'm not even about to continue, but keep going. Keep going. Learn to look at yourself in the mirror and instead of looking at flaws, see your beauty. Look at the things that you think is beautiful about you. I don't care what it is. It could be, for me, it's my eyes. I love my eyes. So I always look at my eyes and I'm like, dang, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. Do that more. So the moment that those negative thoughts creep in, overpower those thoughts with why you are the bomb, why you are beautiful, why you are worth it. Because you are. But it's not going to matter until you can see that in yourself. You can have friends. I have friends tell me, you know, you're beautiful, this, that, and the third, and whatever. But if I don't believe it, it doesn't matter what they say. Because ultimately, my opinion is, of me is what's going to supersede everything else. So be kind to yourself, trust yourself, bond with yourself and learn just to love yourself day by day, take it day by day. That's all you can do. You can't really say, oh, I'm gonna have it together by this day and this year and no, just take it day by day, minute by minute, day by day. And slowly as you begin to kind of retrain your mind, things will fall into place. And you'll start to see a difference. And most importantly, everybody else will. Everybody else will. I used to feel like I was walking around with a sticker on my head that said, treat me wrong, it's okay because that's all I had but it was because I treated me wrong. I didn't love myself, I didn't respect myself, I didn't put myself where I should be. So so nobody else did. The universe sent me what I was putting out there about me. Today though, <laughs> the requirements are so much more difficult (laughs) like my standards are different back then i really didn't have any it was just like you like me okay cool now no so no so boss it's different i'm different so yeah guys just be patient with yourselves know that this is a process and know that you're not going to figure it out all in one day or one year it's going to be a process you're going to have some points of or periods of regression but keep going keep going don't give up love yourself and everything else will work out i appreciate you guys i love you guys so much for just letting and being here on this roller coaster with me and like I said again and I if this is your first time tuning in I appreciate you so much and I hope that you do come back and listen again on that note I'm out guys peace